This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, this next subject uh, is, it always seems like a can of worms whenever this comes up because people have strong views on this. But tipping, tipping is, to me, a curious phenomenon because most sectors of the economy, we, we don't tip. You run a business, you figure out, okay, what do we need to charge for this thing? What do I need to pay my employees, et cetera, et cetera. The restaurant industry, hospitality industry, it's, it's kind of skewed. It's kind of warped in that sense. And maybe to some extent, I think the minimum wage debate is driving a lot of this. Because of those minimum wages, as we march to $15 an hour all across North America, that applies to the service sector too. And maybe our tips are based on a perception that they're earning less than other service jobs, which is no longer going to be the case. There's an interesting uh, feature piece up at uh, Vice.com today on North America's tipping culture. They say becoming increasingly oppressive and costly. And they cite a lot of the research uh, from our next guest, uh, Bruce McAdams, an assistant professor of the School of Hospitality, Food and Tourism Management at the University of Guelph, who's uh, done a lot of research uh, in this area. He joins us on the line here this afternoon. Bruce, great to have you with us. Welcome to the program. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, it's, I think it's interesting, you know, from, from a researcher's perspective that you can analyze this. And then when you present your findings, I guess you probably realize very quickly that people are, are emotional about this. It is a very emotional topic, and it's one that, uh, that everyone has an opinion on. Every adult tips, and so everyone has a, a personal view. And, you know, tipping also has something to do with power. And, uh, and so when, when there's power involved, we, we even take that emotion, I think, to a little higher level. So it's, uh, I'm popular and, <laughs> and unpopular both at cocktail parties. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell us a bit more about some of your research and, and what you've looked at and what you found about tipping. Yeah, we've, we found tipping had uh, many negative effects on restaurants as organizations. So we didn't look at it uh, specifically between the consumer and the server. A lot of research had been done on that. But we looked at it from a restaurant's point of view and said, you know, this practice of, of compensating people, servers on tips that, that we've had for 70 or 80 years, is this good for the restaurant? And overwhelmingly, uh, the the research said no it's not other than the server um who who makes out um uh, very well in the system everyone else uh sort of takes a little bit of a hit and, and consumers we we consider one of the stakeholders we we see that as sort of staying flat but restaurant owners other employees in the um restaurants um they definitely uh take a little bit of a, a hit because of uh, the fact we have tipping well, it's, it's a surprisingly big gap. I mean, some of your research looking at Ontario found that, that servers make, on average, about twice what cooks make. Yeah, about $30 an hour, and, and that's 2012 research. So, um, you know, there is a bit of a misconception, and, and I, I don't want to get anyone thinking that servers don't earn money and, and contribute greatly to the value of a restaurant meal. But 
um, they are making uh, about $30 an, uh, an hour when you include their tips on average in Ontario. And I would say the numbers would probably be uh, fairly close in Alberta as well. And and, and that is um, twice as much as cooks. And, and there's uh, huge crises in kitchens all across Canada. All you have to do is speak to any restaurant operator trying to get people to work um, as cooks. So, um, you know, if there was the ability to spread that money and and, and share it between um, the servers and the, and the cooks, we'd probably have a little better uh, stability in our income pool. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I think a lot of people maybe operate under the assumption that that money is spread around. It, and it does, and it has. One of the things that has happened more in the last 20 years is operators and have gone to servers and said, listen, I need to get my hands on some of that money, and I'm going to redistribute it to hostesses, cooks, etc., etc." I know when I was serving 30 years ago, I, I paid 1%, uh, and that went to the bartender, and that was my tip. And I might grease the busboy two bucks if he if he stayed in my section <laughs> that was the limit now now it's very common for uh restaurants to charge two four and even six percent um and that's six percent of sales so that's up to one third of the tip they uh, restaurants are asking for servers to give back to um to a pool system a shared system where in the, when it where it's uh, redistributed so our advice is the bun- money's being redistributed why not do it with pay get rid of uh, sort of tipping and save a lot of headaches. Well, and you know what? I tend to agree with that. It, it just it seems to make sense, but it seems like such a disconnect for people that they're willing to themselves add on 18% to the cost of their meal. But if the restaurant says we're raising our prices by 18% and that's all you have to pay, people don't like that. <laughs> Yeah, and and there's a huge there's a huge uh, wall, and that's the biggest thing stopping industry from doing this. And and I'll tell you, in, in going across the country, and I spoke last fall in Calgary, you were speaking about the minimum wage increase. I spoke to a room full of restaurateurs for Restaurant Canada. The biggest fear for restaurateurs is is they don't like tipping. They don't like the system. They understand its shortcomings, and they'd love to get rid of it. But they don't want to be the person that's upping their restaurant prices their menu price is 18 percent because even though if you tell the consumer no you don't have to tip you don't have to tip they see a burger for 16 dollars versus 13.95 and 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 there's that sticker shock so that's a big that's a big fear of, of restaurateurs yeah there is but do you think the, with the minimum wage going up do you, do you think that's having an impact on this debate it, it is, and everyone right now across the country, and, and, and Ontario is about two years behind you now, uh, where we're moving um, this year uh, to a $15 minimum wage um, in two years, so we'll, we'll sort of catch up to you where you are. But um, tipping won't exist um, with a $15 minimum wage if servers are going to be minimum, uh, making $15. It just, as we know it, it just can't. Um, there's just not enough money that consumers are willing to pay to. So there's going to be um, some pretty monumental changes. This is my prediction in in the Alberta um, restaurant scene in the next three or four years. And from what I'm hearing, companies are really looking to service charges. That seems to be the most popular. Some people are 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 thinking that they are going to go price inclusive, which means um, again, eliminating tipping and increasing the prices about 15%. So, uh, unfortunately, what ends up what's going to end up happening for the consumer in, in the next few years is it's going to be a cons- confusing landscape. You're going to walk into a restaurant and is this a, a service charge restaurant? Is this a tipping restaurant? Is this a everything's included? I don't know what the heck's going on. So, um, it's it's going to be confusing times. I think.
Yeah, I think it will, but maybe it's a necessary evolution. But getting back to what you mentioned, I mean, the perception we have as consumers that this gives us control. Uh-huh. Is, is there anything to that? Yeah, there is. Um, <laughs> well, there's a few layers to that. First of all, we we don't really exercise that control. All the research done, uh, and this isn't my research, this is other, other people's research, shows that um, even though we have this power to uh, decide how much we're going to tip, most of us tip the same amount most of the time. There's very, very few occasions where we go outside of our band of tipping um, dependent on the service. So myself, a guy who researches tipping, let's say I tip 15%, um, I tip 15% 98 times out of 100. Even if, if the service is fair, they get 15%. If it's very good, it's it's 15%. So we think we we exercise this control and power, but we actually fall back to sort of our own norms. And and so even though we think we have this power, we don't exercise it. But but again, we don't want to give it up because you know it's something that in in the world of the marketplace, there's very few places where the consumer has as much power as as at the end of the restaurant meal. Getting back to the restaurants themselves, I think there's been a perception that restaurants a favored tipping because you're offsetting some of the the labor costs onto your customers that restaurants don't want to be the ones to have to pay more but what's your sense of where restaurants come down on this question yeah that's 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 an excellent point and that is is many operators think that they'll think you know i'll have to pay more and indeed they will but the other thing that you have to take into account is if the average tip is 15 percent you're going to increase your revenue by 15 percent so by eliminating tipping you're going to increase your menu prices, and you're going to have 15 cents on the dollar more to distribute the money um, across uh, the different uh, job classes in, in the restaurant center. So you're actually going to increase your revenue 15%. Now, you have to pay more, um, but that 15% should cover it. And and the only the only sort of um, caveat to that is, is there will, because more payroll hours will be um, on the books, there'll be more um, EI payments and other payroll expenses, and that's about 16%, um, but easily absorbed by restaurants. And if they work it well, um, they can actually even grab an extra point or two. Some of the modeling we're working on now is that the uh, restaurants, full-service restaurants who are in really troubled times can actually um, pay employees $20 an hour across the board and make a little bit more profit themselves, moving to a no-tipping model. Interesting. Well, Bruce, we'll leave yep. it there. Uh, thanks so much for the insight. I appreciate you making some time for us here. Thank you. You have a good day. You too. All right. Bruce McAdams, Assistant Professor of the School of Hospitality, Food, and Tourism Management at the University of Guelph. So done a lot of research on this question. Uh, but sometimes, you know, things like this, it's not about the numbers. It's about how people feel about it. And there are strong opinions on both sides of this. Some people hate tipping. Uh, some people hate the idea of doing away with tipping. 403-974-8255. You want to jump in on this conversation, which I'm sure many of you do. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.